are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the WHOA GNV Podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. And that was good. <laughs> Thunder! Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys know I'm super excited tonight because we are at episode 110, and somehow, some way, at episode 100, we were like, you know, we should do this mastermind thing like every 10 episodes. We forced ourselves to keep up with it. That's it's, what happened. And so now here we are, yeah. episode 110, you guys. And you know, one of the things that we've done over the course of the entire podcast, last what two years, around year three of doing this thing, last two years, we always did. Couples episodes, right? We got, Usually this time of year, so, or June, July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like we get like the couples in, and we like talk about what it's really like to work with your spouse, and we just dive into all of these things, business related and couples related. And so I figured, you know, we we really couldn't have do that this year because there's so much going on and schedules kind of got mixed up. So I was like, you know what, we should do? We should do a couples mastermind, y'all. So we've got three couples here tonight. Everybody, look at the camera and wave. (laughs) Hopefully, James can do something with that. (laughs) And uh, and yeah, so we are we are gonna get into it. That make us the fourth couple. Because <laughs> <laughs> I know Shannon will never work with you, but Shannon, Shannon will minute. never work yeah. with me. She's said that multiple times. So you guys, my co-host Michael D. What's up, man? How are you, man? I'm outside of being a little hot. I'm great. Know, it's I'm great. Super, we we made it somehow to here. the end of July, which I mean, a couple months ago, I don't know if we would ever thought we'd make it this far. Not in the podcast, <laughs> just with everything going on in the world. You know? I know, just, man. So it's crazy. We're on the back half of 2020, here. you guys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we made it through the first half. Let's let's see if the second half is a little hey, bit better. Man. It's something to celebrate these That's days. Right. That's right. Like, That's absolutely right. We're all going through this together. So <laughs> anyway, you guys, uh, I can't wait to get into the show. But of course, before we do, we got to thank our incredible sponsors that make this happen. You got Podcast Family. Have you noticed those blue Colliers International signs all over Gainesville? Those are the signs of progress, my friends. GNV Commercial Advisors with Colliers International is the region's top commercial real estate team. When you need to buy or sell commercial land or buildings, find a new space for your business, or lease out a property that you own, turn to GNV Commercial Advisors. They close more than 60 deals a year. Well, let's talk quickly about how the coronavirus has impacted your business. Maybe you've realized you need a different kind of office space, or you have questions about your lease options, or maybe you've been thinking about buying or selling a commercial property, but you're not sure when to act. Call the GMV Commercial Advisors team at Colliers International because they have the expertise and the local experience to help you make the right decision for your commercial real estate needs. You guys, check out all their services at colliers.com slash Gainesville. Thank you, GNV Commercial Advisors team at Collars International for all of your support. Dan Drodos, Lauren, everybody over there, you guys are awesome. I really, really appreciate y'all's support of this show. And uh, they made this happen tonight. So you guys ready to get into it? Do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. So you guys, today on the show, we have three couples who have not only lived together, but they have worked together. <laughs> what are they thinking? <laughs> and uh, we're about to find out. So you guys, we like to like really kind of change this up for this particular episode. We're gonna go around the. We're gonna go around the. We're gonna start with the ladies. We're gonna start with, we'll start with the ladies. I like how we did this with the guys on one the, side. Yeah, like that, right? Well done. Well done. Kind of okay. 
I mean, I figure they need the distance, like that any punches <laughs> and, and look each other and in like, the eyes yeah. when they start arguing. They like get like, <laughs> what are you about to say right now? They can just I look. thought I was the brains of the operation. <laughs> they can like look right at each other. What are you trying to say right now? So we're gonna get into this. So we're gonna start on this side and go around the room this way. But if you want to introduce who you are, um, your business, your role in the company, and then we'll just we'll go all the way around. All right, I'll kick it off. I'm April Schroeder, and I'm the founder and the president of Liquid Creative Studio. We're a local marketing, digital marketing and branding and web design agency. And my role in the company is being the president, keeping Scott in line, and I deal- It's a huge role right there, my friends. <laughs> huge role. I mainly do our business development for our business. Very nice. Hi, April. <laughs> I am Naima Bowles-Robinson. I am the managing partner for Robinson Financial Group. We are a full-service financial firm. We handle retirement, investments, and insurance. And my role is, aside from keeping my husband in line, is... It's a common theme already. It's a common theme. It's a common theme. Uh, I handle business development as well and all operations of the company. And I am Betty Brunson with Crafty Bastards Restaurant and uh, owner-operator. And I do everything but order food and beer um yeah i do you know the operations social media you name it customer service all that good stuff and uh yeah awesome i'm pat brunson with crafty bastards uh i do the beer ordering the food ordering and i watch a lot of youtube videos you do a fantastic job pat you do a great job i I try to keep myself busy that's awesome (laughs) All right, Marcus Robinson, Robinson Financial Group. Um, she is the beauty in the brains. Um, I just show up to work. I mean, I don't know. Uh, I actually am the financial advisor. I meet with the clients and I help people uh, build balance and preserve their wealth. So take pride in doing that. Awesome. I'm Scott Schroeder with Liquid Creative. I do uh, operations management and I also uh, do business development stuff as well. Cool. So, you guys, let's just like dive right in, right? Let's do it. Let's, do it. Let's, let's, let's dive right in because you know, and who knows if she's gonna watch? I'm, I'm, I don't really think she watches any of the episodes, but but my wife Shannon, she has said multiple times, no. Not working with you. Don't ever ask me. I'm like, I'm not coming. Like she, she just refuses, refuses. So, so I really want to know, like. When you guys decided that you were gonna, like, well, one, did you decide that it was gonna be a partnership from the beginning, or was it like, oh, this is my idea, this is my business, but honey, come work with me? <laughs> like, I really kind of want to know how each of your businesses got off the ground, what those com- those initial conversations were like, and whether or not working together from the start was even in, like, the the start, like the thing right or did, if that became the thing later does that make sense mm-hmm. all right cool <laughs> so yeah. april and scott you guys can go first <laughs> okay i can definitely talk to this so <laughs> so full transparency i started my business in 07 and i was returning back to the university of florida to finish my degree and i did not think i was going to become a business owner forever i just thought i would needed to do a little something on the side to have some income so kind of fell into entrepreneurship fell into being a business owner scott had a day job he had a regular job out of the house and so I started this little company and it just started picking up and getting busier and busier while I was still trying to you know be a student and finish up my degree 
and then a couple years in, um, we started. I had to start hiring people to help me, and finally finished my degree, and was able to put full time energy into it. And then Scott lost his job in '09, mm-hmm. and I remember that day, and I was like, "Are you kidding?" my business isn't enough to sustain us. You have to go get another job. And he said, no, I'm going to help you. We're going to make your business our thing and we're going to take it to the next level. And I remember thinking, oh my goodness, what (laughs) have we gotten ourselves into? But we did it. And so with a lot of sweat equity and a lot of, you know, a lot of um, just cooperating and like he says, staying in our own lanes is how we kind of make it work for each other. Um, I know what hats I wear and he knows what hats he wears. And I think that's what makes it kind of work in our marriage and with our partnership as business owners. So yeah. Did that have anything to do with that time of the, like 2008, 2009, all the house, like everything, yeah. recession? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. We started, this, Speak, the the, we started this at the worst possible time, but you know, like it made no sense, but it made sense to me because it's really what it was an interesting way we got into this. Is, um, Scott, get a little bit closer for me. Okay. Sorry. Um, Thanks. It, it's interesting because April started the business and she really didn't have any interest in being a business owner. And I always wanted to be. And um, so when I lost my job, I, I was all over it. I was like, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this. And April was less excited about it, I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's, it's hard to live off of $25,000 a year, I can tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we figured it out, and we made it work, and, and we pushed, and, and we were grinding. And so, yeah, it's turned out to be, I think, a wise decision. But. Yeah, definitely not the best economy in 09 or even 08 mm-hmm. when, I, when, you know, when we first started it. Mm-hmm. But I think that taught us a lot of life lessons that have kind of enabled us to sustain ourselves this long. So, yeah, you know, it's been it's been a common theme though. Like something that we've heard about is like during you know a lot of people kind of got laid off because of this whole COVID thing, and and we've seen a bunch of people kind of jumping into entrepreneurship for the first time. It's like, man, I'm get pushed off the cliff anyway. I might as well, right. <laughs> might as well right. build the boat right. on the way down or like whatever, <laughs> you know. So it's a uh, it's it's interesting that that's kind of a common theme. Like during those times, like you know, like. There's really nothing to lose. Like, let's go for it. So that's kind of cool. I'm like, look where you're at today, man. It's cool. Awesome. (laughs) So very, very cool. How about you guys? Naima Marcus. All right. So with with us, well, I started my career in, I'm a financial advisor. So I started my career in 2007. Mm -hmm. And so obviously 2008, like I killed it in 2007. (laughs) Then 2008 happened and I was humbled. (laughs) But I used to work with ING Financial Partners and Voya Financial um, on kind of corporate side. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so in September of 2018, we took a leap of faith. Uh, and started Robinson Financial Group. Um, got tired of the corporate life. Got, it, it was a different world. Uh, and my wife, at that time, she worked with Lancome. She was a GM for Lancome, makeup, mm-hmm. beauty. Um, see how beautiful she is? <laughs> um, and so, you know, it was a lot of convincing um, for her to leave what she loved, what she's, she, she loves makeup, she loves beauty, she loves all of that. Uh, and, and to get her to join Robinson Financial Group, I still don't know how I did it. Um, <laughs> God, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how I did it. But she joined forces with me when we decided to take that leap of faith, and man, we never, we never looked back. Yeah. So it's been good, it's been yeah. good. Did it take a long time, do you remember, like? Did it take how a long, long like time? How, like, was this like a six month thing? <laughs> no. No? Uh, no, it was, it was, I would say a year, maybe a year and a half. Okay. Yeah, because 
I was actually on my way to Orlando, and then he proposed to me, and that's how I stayed here in Gainesville. Marriage helped. Yeah, marriage helped a lot. Um, just but, in yeah. the nick of time. Just right? in the nick of time. <laughs> way to go there, Marcus. Yeah. But no, I had always had the desire to be an entrepreneur, and so it, it was naturally easy for me to help with the business and just kind of get my feet wet. But then, you know, when he asked me to join forces with him, it was just, it was an easy decision. Yeah, just to do it and build together. I can't wait to get into some of my other questions. <laughs> like all about the challenges and the hard stuff coming up. We're, oh, sure. we're, we're baby stepping our way there, guys. Yeah. So. I would imagine makeup's pretty similar. Like you kind of run your own business. Yeah, and bit, it was right? corporate sales. So essentially, I was you know traveling the state, traveling the the southern mm-hmm. part of the United States, mm-hmm. making sure people <clears throat> sold. Yeah. So yeah, corporate sales, fifteen years, leave that behind to go and be. <clears throat> the assistant. <laughs> That's how I started. I started as the assistant, then I rose through the ranks as I uh, <laughs> learned the business. I so rose now you're the quickly. boss. I you am the, the boss. boss. Okay, so you went from the assistant to the boss yes. in how long? Like six months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. All right, Pat and Betty, what about you guys? I love it. Like already. So go ahead, um, honey. So we came up through Publix. Um, I was with them 25 years. Pat was with them almost 14 years. Our children were with Publix. Um, and we we call those days when we were rich, back when we were rich. Um, <laughs> and um, I retired actually from the Westgate Publix store manager. And um, we, Pat's passion is cooking. And so he kept asking me, let's open a restaurant, let's open a restaurant. and. Um, I, I refer to that as when someone talks about winning the lotto, like you talk about what you're gonna do, let's do this, let's do that. <laughs> and one day he just, he said it one too many times, he said, let's open a restaurant. I said, you know what, let's do it. So we both retired, we were making very good money, loved our schedules, kids were grown and gone, and we're like, ah, let's do this. <laughs> so we dove right in, and um, we knew a lot about a lot, a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge, and it still wasn't enough. <laughs> um, but we, you know, we have, um, like I was saying earlier, different strengths. You know, he's got the food, the beer, he does the menu, all that, and I've, you know, the managing, leading, training, customer service, and and everything. And so we really, I mean, it just went off smoothly, as smoothly as it could go, as far as being partners. Um, and um, we're, you know, very open and we don't take anything personal. And so, believe me, there's been times that we weren't happy. Usually <laughs> I'm not happy with another vendor or something, but I'm mad at him because he won't let me say what I want to. to but, uh, but no, I mean, it's been, you know, it's been amazing. I mean, obviously, just like any business starting out, first year or two, it, yeah. you know, really when did you guys start? Horrible. What year was it? Um, we started for, the project in, in 2014. 14. Okay. Yeah. So we're we're going into our sixth year for the restaurant, and then when the you say going shop. into your project, like is that like from the concept idea to like when was the actual execution? From, from the time from when that we retired. We retired. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. We left our paying jobs and uh, 2014 started. Um, yeah. It took ten months to get the restaurant ready. So was and that then, uh, was that in fifteen then? January of 15. January the end 15, of January okay. is when we opened. Okay. So, and then two years, just under two years later, we did the bottle shop, the beer and wine bottle shop right next door. 
And, um, you know, even though it's right next door and it's just a small business, it, it's like it's two businesses. It's double everything. Yeah. And um, but it's amazing. I mean, again, we have our sons at work for us and they have I mean, they fight almost harder than we do to keep it, you know, going in the right direction and, you know, the standards and everything. So it's it's amazing. We have an amazing crew. Did, you know, this itch to like have your own business you know, like, was that something that you always, like, you always had? Or was that something like, I mean, because you kind of said it was at the time when the kids, you know, they were gone at that at this point. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, that like, was oh, man, like, we have nothing to do. It lose. was like, just, uh, this. like, you know, his his passion is cooking. And honestly, okay. so really I think with the kids passion. leaving, I think he couldn't cook as big meals as he likes to do. So, <laughs> okay. like, oh, let me just open a restaurant. I can keep doing what I do. <laughs> you know, like, you know, a man cave or something. But, uh. I should have taken the advice from the family. My grandmother owned a restaurant in Palaka, and my parents ended up inheriting it, and my father is a chef, and they wouldn't touch it. Oh. They they wanted no part of opening their own restaurant. And uh, Do you know why? It's a very brutal industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I hear that yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't we don't regret doing it. Um, we, you know, of course now years later, it's amazing. Um, but the first, you know, year or two was it was just bad. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and people come to us and they're like, I want to open a restaurant. And I'm like, I tell them like, we make it look easy because we've done it. Mm-hmm. And he, they leave and he says, Why would they want to do that? <laughs> And I said, Pat, people told us that, too. <laughs> it's like a teenager. You don't listen until you, you know. So, so, you know, one of the things that you hear very commonly in partnerships to begin with is having opposite strengths, mm-hmm. right? Like, it sounds like you guys naturally. Is that the case? Do all of you guys have opposite strengths? Or did you kind of find yourselves tripping over each other in certain areas? Or would you say that you have the opposite strengths of your spouse in business? Naeem is like, uh, I don't know. I'm laughing. I'm over here teaching Marcus how to run a company. She's like, I'm not, I'm not tell Marcus what to say. No. I think I think what what happened when we first uh, got into business together was he it has pretty much always been kind of an independent agent. So he's run his own office. And then I'm coming from the corporate side of things where I think about HR. I think about operations. Mm-hmm. I think about this kind of 360 business. Um, and so I'm walking into the business and I see a lot of holes. And then I my personality was to point out the holes in the beginning and that didn't work (laughs) it didn't work so I had to actually change my leadership style uh, to fit how did uh, you do it the first time how did I do it how did you point out those holes how did I point out those? Are you, are, were you, are, are you like me? I'm like, very direct. Okay, hey, look, like, <laughs> there's no way. Really, no you really way. suck at this, honey, and I need you yeah. to improve. That's, like, honestly, like that? those are some like, similar words I that I okay. probably use. <laughs> like, yeah. Why are you doing that? Yeah. Why are you? It doesn't make sense. Yeah. He's like, it's worked for me. Very direct. I'm very direct, and I feel like I could be that way with him without getting in trouble with HR because I am HR. But you still had these opposite strengths. Yes, absolutely. Pointing so, out what I'm pointing out to him is flaws just his flaws in business and business and yeah. how we can help Marcus, scale. I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> I mean, listen, like, I, on the independent, I, I was successful already. Absolutely. And so when her coming in, it was like, listen, I'm already successful. Don't come in and try to tell me what to do. You know, this is my business. <laughs> this is mine. Um, and I had to. Learn. Were you like that? Did you get kind of defensive about? I did. That? You uh, did in the beginning. In okay. the beginning, because I I didn't understand where she was coming from. Yeah. Like and like how she was really trying to help me, but it seemed like she was like 
pointing out all the negative and not pointing out any positive now. What <laughs> <laughs> the Oreo here? You're like, you know, she, she just all negative. Yeah. That's um, like me. I do that. We learn how to talk to each other. But then like, I implemented. I implemented the other side of it. All the things that. Mm-hmm. could work. Everything I told you was wrong. I implemented the way to make it right. And she was about 70% right <laughs> on most things. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. She said you just haven't realized the other 30% right. was right. Yeah. <laughs> and you see how I did that? I just said, okay. okay. I'll let you realize it in your own time. And, yeah. and, and working as a cop, you see, I don't know how you guys work. Um, yes, dear. It's easier to say yes, dear. Like, it's, it's so much easier. And then, you know, we'll talk about the rest later. So, yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about it now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what this is for. This is like marriage counseling and a podcast. All in one, it. baby. I love it. Uh, well, there awesome. is one yeah. thing that I want to mention. We, we, you know, you don't see eye to eye on everything. Yeah. And I had to tell him one day, I said, we're going to start something. We're going to call it pros and cons. That means when we say that, the other cannot say no right away. Like, just listen. I'm really to the good whole at saying thing. no right away. I'm like, da, da, da. no. I'm like, okay, pros oh, and can cons. Can you give us so, an example? What do you mean? Um, like maybe how maybe a color of the wall, or maybe how something is set up, or like, like just, trying to make a decision. What do you mean? Pros a and decision. Cons? Okay. Yeah. So. Um, so you're going through the pros and cons of the decision. Yes. Okay. Hey, I have yeah. an idea. What do you think about it? Mm-hmm. I'd hear the idea and I just automatically go no. <laughs> And, Without and then, hearing, and then he think about it. He's like, "Oh, you know, that's a good idea." Uh-huh. Not always, but you know, that's just uh, you know, that's just yeah. how. So if you're so split, we call it pros and cons. If you're split on a decision, how do you how do you move forward? What, what's what we t- just, breaks the tie? We just keep kind of talking about it to see what the best outcome is. I mean, it's not about his opinion or my opinion. It's the best for the business. Right. So it's you know, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you yeah, you gotta pick yeah. your balance. Yeah, and I think at the at the end of the day, everybody wants their business to grow. And so, yeah. if you put it like she like mm-hmm. Betty said, what's the best for the business? The business always leads. So your feelings just have to mm-hmm. be put to the side. Do you do you look forward? Do you like breathe a sigh of relief when you guys like agree with the spouse, or is do you lean into the conflict if you get if you get to those moments of dissension where you're you're kind of split on a decision? Um, usually, I walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it makes me think of when we, before we even opened, I was putting out a, a, you know, a job posting and I'm like, you know, again, my 25 years of Publix is like, you know, high standards, sanitation, safety, duh, 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 and I'm doing this long and he walks by the office and he goes, why are you doing all, just put something out. I said, I don't want to interview 500 people. So he didn't understand what I was trying to do to make save my time and energy. And I'm a guy. I can get the message out there with fewer words. <laughs> yeah. Put now hiring. Yeah. And then you have to. And then I'm weeding. And then I'm weeding through everything. No, no, no. Thank you. So it, you know, but like you asked, you know, how do you feel at the end, or how do you get through it? I don't. I don't even know. It just it just happens, you know. And sometimes a situation will kind of after going over it takes care of itself I don't know if that makes sense but Mm -hmm. in the end all the discussions you have to have respect for your spouse and and even if you never come to a decision on something the respect just keeps 
the marriage together. Mm-hmm. You, you can't. I, I've seen other couples that their business didn't work out, but then you watch the way they talk to each yeah. other, yeah. Right. and it was it wasn't going to last mm-hmm. anyway. So. so in that regard, if you're going to have a business partnership, is it easier to do it with your spouse where you know there's like you've got to go home with this person? Like at the end of the night, like you you maybe are more respectful because you know that you can't just be at war with somebody during the day. And that's it. Is it easier to be in a partnership with a spouse than say if it was some random person you went into business with? I've never had a, a, a business partner that wasn't April. And so mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to that question, but I feel like we learned very early on, yeah, wh- where the hot buttons were and mm-hmm. what the things were that are really important to her and the things that are important to I. And then we just kind of stay, stay focused on those things. and. Um, also, one challenge is that we're, we're very opposite, but we turn this into a strength is April's very risk averse and I am more risk tolerant. And so um, she dials me in sometimes and sometimes I a lot of times push her way further than she wants to go. And so it really it turns out to be a really good balancing act. Mm-hmm. And um, all I've uh, what from what I've heard in other partnerships is is that you never want to be in one. You don't ever want a business right. partner. And I can't I, I can't imagine having somebody that I don't know as well and that at the end of the end of the day I know has my best best interest in mind. And so I would say yeah, probably I think you're better off having your business par- partner that's your spouse. So when you reach those moments of you know you say you're balancing each other out. Okay, what if it's balanced and a decision needs to be made? Out of the two of you, who's who's getting the the extra weight? Who's get, I, who's winning the battle? I would argue that the that the smarter decision always wins, yeah. or usually wins. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't, but for the most mm-hmm. part, if we shouldn't take a risk and she feels strongly about it, I know to dial it back. And if I feel really confident in my position, then we end up pushing forward. I would say prayer. (laughs) (laughs) And you're right. And sometimes it's a financial, you know, the finances Mm -hmm. might make that decision. decision. So there's a lot of different factors factors that, Mm -hmm. you know, and I was going to say, I, you know, this is our only business is, is us. I, but we, you know, we've been approached by people. Let's partner here and let's open one here. And I'm like, we don't want another an outside partner yeah i don't care about the money and all it's i don't think i i would have decided to do this without betty i would never have tried this Aww. with a <laughs> with just a, a friend or or somebody you worked with that right, just yeah. said hey yeah. let's get out of here and start this right i wouldn't and, have done that and sometimes it's uh what you have invested in it like this was our retirement from Publix and my kids and other people have seen what you deal with just with POS systems I mean just stuff and they're like I would have thrown the keys in and I'm like well I'm not leaving all this to someone I mean you have to do whatever you do it's like Tetris you got to make it work right and um and move on (laughs) yeah do you guys have uh, all right who's the numbers person in their business Okay, so Pat, Scott. Okay, so so all the guys are like the numbers guys. Oh, it depends. Yeah, well, a little bit of both. Betty does all the 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 payroll and the scheduling and all that, and I do. So I put my hand up. I actually do the the 
what we should price things at. Yeah. Um, so I'm constantly looking Market, at the okay. price of ground beef, yeah. how many burgers are we selling, are they profitable? I mean, so I guess both of us do numbers. Okay, yeah. are you guys like printing point. out P&Ls and balance sheets every month, every quarter, and looking at them together? Or if somebody's doing that, who, who is that no, person? I'm doing all that. She yeah. does all that. Okay, yeah. the women. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Interesting. So that means I get paid more because he don't. You know, it's up. Um, do you guys have a hard time like turning it off when you get home? Like this is one of the things with couples. It's like okay, you're working, you're working together, you're at the business, and then you know you go home. Like, are you guys talking about business, or are you just able to completely disconnect from the business when you get home? Mm. I think it's a little bit of both. I mean, it yeah. just depends, you know. I mean, it's our livelihood. It's yeah. everything that we do right now. I mean, and our, our whole family is employed mm. through this business. I mean, so we talk about it, but then we also talk about, like, going to the Keys next week, yeah. you know. I mean, it, <laughs> B&I, or, you know, custom, I mean, you know, it's, I think it's a little bit of both, in my opinion. I don't know. Right. It just pops up sporadically through the evening. Okay. But it's not at the point where we're like, oh, my God, I'm so over here and that. You know, it's to us. It's not it's not that bad. Well, we have a rule. Well, I mean, look, I, no, I like it. because when you're a small business owner, it, it's all the it time. Like life. it, yeah. it yeah, can it consume you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so we have a six month old. Uh, you know, we, wow. we have that, you know, kids, you know, and so it's like a past a certain time. We, we don't talk business. Um, or we'll set the time. All right. Well, hey, we can't talk business right now. But can we talk about it first thing in the morning? Or can we? You know. And so it's a it's a common yeah. ground. You have to yeah. manage it. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because because I'm the one. You know, I'm always thinking about the yeah. business and always. And she's like, oh, not right now. <laughs> and I'm oh, like, I want to like my husband. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. And you don't want to be thinking about the P and L sheet. I don't want to think right. about the calendar for tomorrow. I want to talk to my husband and the father of my kids. So. Yeah. yeah, we have boundaries, but it took us a while to get there. Yeah. I don't think we did that the first two years. No, Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah, and it affected us. Oh yeah, it yeah, did. yeah, yeah. So and I feel like with boundaries. having a kid, you, children, yeah. you have to do that. Yeah. yeah, you know, again, ours are grown, so I think every situation right. is different. Mm-hmm. So was yeah. that like you just know? a sit down conversation of like, hey, look, like, let's draw these lines in the sand at six p.m. We're cutting it off, or whatever it was. Yeah. Like, is that is that what took place? Yeah, we yeah. have we have uh, Monday morning corporate meetings, so we talk about business, uh, and then we have family meetings outside of business. So, whatever I need to get off my chest mm-hmm. happens in the family meeting, and then mm-hmm. during business, we talk about business. So, yeah, okay, it was a conscious decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, that's smart. Mm-hmm. What about you guys? We have a twelve-year-old. And she does a very good job of making sure that business isn't talked about at the dining Ooh, table, the dinner table. Yeah, she, has <laughs> no problem she has no problem saying, enough talking about work. <laughs> so it's, it's really good because it keeps us in check. And I think our conversations, you know, outside of business hours are always very healthy and very fruitful if they are about work. But it checks us because it makes us remember, you know what, we're having a conversation that she's not even a part of and she doesn't even know what's, what we're talking about. So let's put that aside and talk about this later after she goes to bed. And then we re, kind of regroup and talk about family things. And, so, and she does. She calls us out on it every now and then. But we've gotten a lot better over the years. Awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. I'm still thinking about the roles here, so like, I, I, not not to get hung up on it, but I, but it's interesting because you all you all went into business with your spouses um, later on in life. Um, 
So I'm curious, like how things are now from a personal dynamic standpoint, is that shaped by learning how to work together professionally or did it, did how you worked to pro- together professionally, was that shaped by how you were personally before? Like how, how has the personal dynamic in your homes changed based on the fact that you forged a professional relationship? I I think with our experiences with our jobs, Mm -hmm. um, it just kind of continued. Um, I don't I don't know that anything has really changed. It's surprising when I think about it. Like we spend almost every minute together, every day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I think about it, and it's like. I would have never thought that we would be doing this before we opened, you know. Um, but We do drive to work in separate vehicles. You do? Yeah. So she gets uh, that's one out. of my questions. So you, but we're only four miles that? from work. Do you, so. have, you guys ride in the same car? We do. Okay. Most of the time. Yes. Yeah. We walk driving. to separate rooms. <laughs> now we're... <laughs> we'll okay. re-ride separately because I get there a little bit earlier okay. than he does. <laughs> But when we were in our <laughs> traditional office environment, we still drove separately yeah. because I have always worn the hat of, you know, business development, being in the community, being the face of the company. So I would always have to be out and mm-hmm. I rarely was at the office. I was always out at meetings or at a networking event. Mm-hmm. So we needed two cars. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, let me let me ask it this way. Just be just come right out. Yeah. So, it's the only thing we know. Right. So when oh, Pat and Betty, when you guys were working at Publix together, were the roles and responsibilities at home, was the way you made decisions home at home, are they, was it different then than it is now, or is it consistent? It's the same, he cooks. You do it, you do it the same way. <laughs> he cooks, I eat. <laughs> is, is that true for all of you? Like, is, is the, was the home dynamic the same the before same. as it is now? You know, for us, I, we started, I started my business when we had only been married for one year. So, it was very early on in our marriage. And so I'm trying to remember back. Um, and we had a newborn baby, too, that same year. Um, so that was a whirlwind. So yeah, I, I think it's kind of always been the same. I think over the years of growing together as a couple in our marriage mm-hmm. and in being business partners, we've worked through like Constantly the balance. A parallel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Scott's excellent at um, just being, I don't even know what the word is. He's very, <laughs> very much a good guy and a good dad and a good partner in that he does laundry, he cooks. He cooks mm-hmm. more nights than I do. He loves to cook. Doing so, a on the back yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, that's a good job. <laughs> so I, I mean, he is just, he's outstanding that's a, that's a at like, running the house. Yeah, he's really good at that. I think he's better at running the house than I am. So yeah. <laughs> well, I, would, no, ditto. I mean, we both have our strengths at home too. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, it's a similar balance as it is with business at home. We both kind of have our areas that we're strong at, and mm-hmm. yeah, works really well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, yeah. it sounds like you guys got married and then started the business, yep. so the, the business has already been, has always been yeah, a part, part of the, of the marriage. It mm-hmm. has, yeah. Um, and Betty and I were together so long before that that we, we already found our groove. Mm-hmm. So when we started opening the restaurant, nothing really changed. We we just stayed right where we were at home. Yeah. Or we were just learning as we went along at work. But, yeah. you know. Can't yeah. believe we got all these perfect couples. Right. Oh my God. Well, we're somewhere in the we middle. We did it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like, we're in the middle because he We're not perfect. You just haven't asked the right question yeah. yet. So, my next question is. Oh, so true. Sorry. Next question is, what's the one thing you wish your spouse would stop doing right now? 
<laughs> get some conflict in here. Get some conflict in I was just going to say snoring. Snoring? I was going to say the same thing. Oh. Why are we um, so I would have to no. think about that. I don't know. <laughs> the one thing I would just like the saying yes thing? to everybody. Saying everything yeah, and everybody. Thing. Is yes. that like because of a like opportunity like are you like an opportunity person and you see opportunities like yeah, like you kinda jump well, on yeah. them or yeah. my, my wife gets on to me because I this is a calling for me. Like financial literacy, like what we do, um, being a blessing to people, finances and legacy and so on and so forth. I, I look at it as a calling. Um, and, and so incredibly important it, in, it is. in today's world. It, like, it is. Yeah. So many people mess it up right. so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And so we, we, we have a certain dynamic of client that okay. we, we kind of cater to but it's like if I'll help anybody like look yeah. you just need a budget let me help you with he the budget he just has a servant's like, heart it's just Aww. and she gets and she's like well Marcus <laughs> and so it's like I'm, I try to balance it but it's like listen I love they need help I gotta help them I don't know what yeah. to say yeah. <laughs> so it's a ble- it's a double edged sword I mean you know he, he loves to help people um, but then I have to find the space on his calendar to do it and and that can be challenging sometimes, but he he loves to say yes. It's like yeah, you need my help, I got you. Yeah. And, and I'm like, is it? She's on like, the yeah, calendar? the next spot is. <laughs> Wait, look, five yeah, years from July, now. July 2021 is open. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that's, that's good. That's good. That's true. Pat, yeah. What would you like me to change me? <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. How long really? have you been married? Yeah, how long have you been married? Years? Yeah. 29 years? Wow. Yeah, wow. We, we've been married three years. Three years? <laughs> yes, yeah. in October. Yeah. Next week is our 14th anniversary. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Happy, Happy anniversary. anniversary. Thanks. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, so like, actually, I kind of, I kind of want to hear. I know it's not necessarily business, but like, everybody likes to hear like how you met each other. Like, I like, how did you meet? How did you propose? Like that kind of stuff. Give us, give us your love story. Oh, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Yeah, okay, let's go, Marcus. Well, we, yeah. we actually we met at church. Uh-huh. The, the, the funny story is uh, Jason Hurst um, was the first one to to kind of mentioned Naima to me and I was at that time I, my mind I just was not smart I didn't I didn't quite see it it's true it's like yep go on this could be perfect just real quick because like Jason Hurst is now at the G&B Commercial Advisors with Colliers International he's over there with his sponsor he is so he just got a shout new, out yeah. Jason yeah. Hurst yeah. 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 Um, and so yeah I didn't quite see it but then my pastor a year later mm-hmm. So okay. me kind of just is, being the right. single bachelor that I was, okay. um, a year later, my, my pastor mentions her name. And I was like, wow, who is this Naima chick that everybody keeps telling so me So it about? just had to be your idea? Is that what it is? Yeah, I guess yeah. it did. I don't know. Yeah. And so <laughs> we kind of started from church. Um, and how we got engaged, I love to tell this story because uh, she was shocked. Uh, she's from New York. She's from Harlem. Uh, I had never been. And so we went for the first time to see where she was from and so on and so forth. And you tell the rest. (laughs) (laughs) And he surprised me with a wonderful engagement on top of the Empire State Building. That I will never forget. It was at night. The city was lit up. It was amazing. And yeah, I'll never leave. 
Good job, Marcus. You did a great awesome. job. He did a great job. State building at all, man. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was was it love at first sight? Once you, you know, of course it came was. to oh, know who I was. <laughs> I was like, this is taking too long. It revealed, just, yeah. it revealed. Then it was love at first sight. But at first it was like, oh, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So, two, two very individual lives just going to the same church. We, I hadn't paid attention to him. He hadn't paid attention to me. We just passed each other. And then his eyes were open and the rest is history. <laughs> his eyes were open. <laughs> Thank you, God. <laughs> Uh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? It's all you. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Like, I'm going to embarrass Betty a little bit here. Oh. I used to ride a motorcycle to the technical school when I was going. <laughs> and uh, one day traffic was bad leaving in a certain direction. I had a friend of mine on the back of the motorcycle. And so I turned in front of the high school and went down the road and I. Betty was standing on the side of the road, right at the edge of the school grounds, and I almost rear-ended the car in front of us. <laughs> so the, 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 the next day, we were leaving, and the traffic wasn't bad going out the other way, but I turned back in front of the, the high school to go past it again, and he, my, my friend goes, why are you going this way? I went, because that girl is standing on the corner, on, on the, on the and road. he went, Pat, you don't stand a chance. I went, do you know her? He goes, yeah, that's bodacious Betty. Oh, <laughs> oh that's great. He's too honest. He's too good at But believe it or not, I would have never had the guts to go up and say anything to her, but I was at work one night, and she came in, and we had a mutual friend, and Betty started asking about me. I made so. her go introduce me. <laughs> That's cute. Did you recognize him from the motorcycle, or was it just right? Yeah, I f- full. Well, okay. so okay. so here's here's how I knew it was him. I went to school with his brother in the same class, and after that, I guess we got to talking, and his brother's like, "Oh, so you you and my brother are dating or whatever?" And I said, "I don't think so." He's got a twin brother. They look nothing alike. No. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, my twin brother." I said, "Now I know you're lying." <laughs> and yeah, ended up being his twin brother. I'm like, wow, I would have never known that. But yeah, so the friend, I asked her to go introduce me. So she did. So how did we get the nickname Bodacious Betty? I don't know. <laughs> I'm not going to let that one Pat? go. He's ready for that one. He's ready to give her the nickname. Uh, I haven't changed much since high school. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cute. I love it. <laughs> That was definitely love at first sight. Oh. Yeah. I met April. She worked at O2B Kids, and I, at the time, was selling printing, and I was calling on her. She was, uh, she was my prospect, and so I didn't know who she was. I just had you know a name on a sheet of paper. She's the contact. Oh, you, were, you were where? Uh, at that time, I, I worked at Kinko's. Oh, so this was like a cold call thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cold call. So. He worked in sales, and I was the marketing communications person at O2B Kids, so my job was to deal with printing sales reps and all that, you know. Best cold call ever. Yeah. <laughs> so so at, at that office, you go in the front door, and then all the business stuff at that time was down the stairs. And so I go in, and I'm meeting this, this person, and you never, you know, you don't know who you're going to meeting. And so she walked up, and I was like, man. She's hot. And, <laughs> and so uh, 
she kind of blew me off because that was her job. Was like, <laughs> this is a cold call? Yeah. 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 Like, I had to get up from my person. desk for yeah. you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you need to make an appointment. Like, <laughs> so I did are. get I did get an appointment. So um, I we, we uh, I asked if she would go to lunch with me, and so I was going to give my old sales pitch on on all fronts, and <laughs> and uh, what was the name of that restaurant that we went to? It was Don Pablo's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, is wow. now no longer. Oh, no. And I met him there the next week for a business lunch. And so this business is class. Lunch. Huh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we're so we're we're three quarters of the way through the lunch, and it's time for me to start really working on the business that I was there for. <laughs> and she looks at me and she says, I think I know where you're going. And I have to tell you, I'm moving in two weeks with my boyfriend out in Seattle. And so I was like, oh man. Okay. She didn't know where I was going. I did. I kind of like, got the vibe. I'm like, I yeah. think he's getting ready to ask me on a date, like a real date. And I don't I, know what I, you're talking about. I was like, I don't know where you're going with this, but I just want to be upfront and honest. I'm getting ready to move. Like, Give us that conversation <laughs> word for word, yeah. Scott. Uh, we can help you. Right I mean, this now. is actually pretty close. She was very bold. Like, you're out, dude. So, <laughs> so hum- we humbly ended that lunch, and um, I just. Do you still want some Kinko's coffee? Yeah. <laughs> At least you know, give me a deal here. I don't know. Like, did right? You, did you get yeah. the business or no? No, he did not get the she business. Did not get the business. She was moving, so he didn't get that printing business. The printing business. Yeah. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I meant. But like, yeah. So like two and a half years later, I'm walking through the Oaks Mall and I see her walking towards me. I was like, Oh, that's that girl I was gonna ask out, and she. Toss me to the curb. And so as she's passing by, she's oh, talking. Oh, this was how long after? Two and a half years. Two, two and a half years. Okay, so I you waited. recognized it. I waited moved. all this time. And so. Right. At the mall? Yeah. Isn't that where Don Pablo's was? Yes. Yeah. You waited for me, huh? Yeah. That's great. So she's walking by, and I see her talking to her friend. And as she gets closer, she's complaining about her boyfriend in her current situation. And so I was like, all right, maybe this is the time is I same should. Same boyfriend? Same boyfriend? It was the one I moved away moved to, to yeah. move away to be with. Well, the relationship ended and I came back to Gainesville, my You got home. a new boyfriend? No. Oh, I was just so. complaining about how the relationship had just ended. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. It was still fresh and he was eavesdropping and he heard it. <laughs> I was not. I was walking right <laughs> my own business. <laughs> Anyways, he, he looped around in the mall and he tapped me on the shoulder. He was like, hey, remember me? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I do. And like, I still I don't still need Kinko. <laughs> You don't understand. I don't need any Kinkos. Please leave me alone. (laughs) I'm like, you really are a good salesperson. He is persistent. His follow-up is amazing. His follow-up, yeah. I like the persistence. So we... um, It had been a long... I would have waited for so long. I mean... (laughs) He likes to tell people he waited on me the whole time while I moved away to the West Coast. So anyways, yeah, we... uh, we, I said yes to going on a date with him, and the rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I've known you guys for a long time, and I've... Like I've never known that story. This is what I love about the podcast. It's the most it's successful like, cold call ever. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> you don't get cold calls better yeah. than that. Yeah. Well, it's no <laughs> Empire State story, but yeah, yeah. yeah. story. True. Yeah, yeah, no. True. No, it's still good. But what about yeah. the Kinkos deal, though? I'm still kind of hung up on this. Did you ever? <laughs> Did get you the, meet your quota that month? Yeah. <laughs> Did you ever get the business? Did O to B ever get the Kinkos? I don't think. What was the Kink? What were you selling? <laughs> With Kinko's. Printing. Paper. Back so you were stuff selling paper. On paper. It's not anymore. Everything. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> paper? Yeah. Yeah. In fact, Scott was in printing sales for a long time. Even when we got married, he was in printing sales. And um, 
Yeah, so I understood my background was graphic design and as a graphic designer, you have to know who your printers are in town to work with the printers. So when he called on me the very first time, I was like, I already have a print guy that I use for my printing. I got a guy. I don't need you. Mm. Like, and so it's kind of funny how. She had lots of other guys. Lots of guys. Right. Of <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. But I was the first awesome. call. <laughs> but he was the guy. Oh, man. But it's interesting how our backgrounds of our two separate careers kind of come together and have now made a business for us, you know? Mm -hmm. And so my background in graphic design is background in sales and printing. Mm -hmm. It goes perfect for what we do. Sales and printing. So are you getting a good deal on the printing now? We actually don't do anything on We don't do a lot with printing anymore. It's amazing. It's It's 2020. Who would have thought? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. Are you afraid to make cold calls now? <laughs> you're patting a thousand, you just retire. Yeah. <laughs> the last cold call. Mm, cold, the last cold call. <laughs> Tell me, like, the most, like, romantic. That's probably the most romantic story for you guys yeah. since it's still early in, like, Empire State Building. Would oh, that, no, I have lots of them. Oh, you do? Okay, give, yeah. us, give us another. Give us the most romantic story or the most romantic thing your spouse has done for you. Wash the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> Wash the dishes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's an everyday thing. I mean, honestly, my love language is it acts of service. Acts of yeah, service. I was going to yes. ask. Okay. Um, so mm-hmm. you can you know during our, our courting season, I mean, I had fresh flowers every week. I bought them for myself before we started dating. That was my love language. That's what I did for myself. And then when he caught wind of it, he just bought them for me. Right? Smart guy. Wow. Um, and so now <laughs> he still buys flowers, but you know, change the baby. Yeah. <laughs> you know, take the daughter, take the daughters out. For a daddy daughter date night, Aww. so I can just stay and veg out on the couch, you know, things like that. So, yeah. to me, all of those are romantic. I agree. Yeah, it's awesome. It's the little things that add up. Lots of deposits, mm-hmm. so you can get a withdrawal. Right, it's true. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Real quick, so on the love language <laughs> yeah, thing, sure. like, do you guys know everybody's love language? You know mm-hmm. each other's love. What's your love language? I was gonna say, why don't you ask the spouse? So, what, what, what's his love language? Do you know his love language? Is that thunder? I think it is. What are they? They're gifts, service, acts of service, words gifts, of affirmation, words of physical touch, quality time. Yeah. His is definitely physical touch, and I think service. Like, he wants to see people, you know, doing things. And so he feels happiest whenever, like you just said, mm-hmm. if I pick up after in the house or whatever, or make, like, you know, do something service oriented for him that makes him happy but he's very much also about physical touch mm-hmm. he loves hugs he's a Aww. hugger <laughs> he's like uh have you not read this book have you, you no not test. do stuff but like <clears throat> it's above and beyond next couple's <laughs> mastermind will have like everybody do a test have a conversation about it yeah mine's definitely a physical touch there's no doubt about it I think I need words of affirmation too yeah, yeah. I think I would if, like if I had to pick my own I would say that would be it mm-hmm. okay. yeah that's true I can see that yeah you're good at it Good. All right, so Naima, what's Marcus's? His number one love language is physical touch, and the second is words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Yeah. I would. Yeah. Yeah. Ditto. Same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Okay. What's your love language? I'm sorry. Yeah. What's better? Yeah, what's better? <laughs> <question? laughs> Hold on. Let's, let's go the other is, way. Hold on. Let's go the other way. Now. Wait, 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 is being wait, a bitch wait. one? Because <laughs> uh, I can do that pretty well. Pat, <laughs> you know Betty's? Uh, do I have one? Mm-mm. Low language? No? No words? No. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I don't 
Marcus, you know what my name is? Oh, Axel. Yeah, Axel Service. Axel Service, um, which we discovered. Okay, yeah. she said that. Yeah. And words of affirmation, she loves more so when I do things. Yeah. 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 All right, those Axel Service takes, are huge. Takes things Take off of her plate. That, that she you know April's, that. Scott? Um, acts of service, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah, I yeah. agree. It's probably not my love strength, but I know that. It's different, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's all about knowing it. That's yeah. the big part that matters, right? <laughs> I left you a love letter today. Yeah, I know. I saw that on my desk. Yeah. I meant to tell you thank you. I'm sorry. Sure. He did. He did. He's so good at that. He leaves little post-it notes and little notes. <clears throat> just on a whim out of nowhere read it to us what is it (laughs) (laughs) is anyone's love languages different at home than they are in the business ooh interesting question Hmm. that's a very good question like what do I need from my team or yeah like you know you might be acts of of service uh, in your relationship uh, personally but like if if, if you guys are working together is is it the same I, I, or, do you, I, or would you rather him tell you you're doing a good job? I don't know if this you know? is true for you all, but I think one of the hardest things about being a business owner, at least for me, because it's apparently my love language, is that you don't get a lot of words of affirmation. No, There's never. nobody There's that no comes to you and says, thanks for being awesome. I mean, my team does do that. They're really great. But it, it takes a lot of effort to get that. Mm-hmm. It's So do you mean... The whole team, or just the couple? Like I mean, either. I, I, th- I think it is okay. interesting coming from the team. Like, what, like, what do you appreciate, and, and how is that different than what you may, um, how you may want to be loved in your personal relationship? I, I spend a lot of time in interviews um, and and with you know our team and stuff uh, talking about love languages because I think as a, from a leadership standpoint, uh, and I think Scott was getting ready to hit on it too. I think oftentimes we we tend to love. And I, I don't mean that in just in a personal relationship, but mm-hmm. in, in leadership, we tend to love the way we want to be loved. Mm-hmm. And instead of listening to how our spouse or our team members, yeah. you know, what, how they respond. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I spend a lot of time in that area trying trying to know. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I think with us, our staff, I mean, especially being in the restaurant industry, they honestly, they tell us all the time. They're like, we've never worked for anyone as nice as you guys, as giving, as... I mean, if, you know, one of our staff, if we see they're in need of something, we'll, I'll go to him or he'll go to me and say, hey, they need help with, and we'll go, we'll go help them. I mean, whether it's finding what they need. We learn how to treat people by working at Publix, and it really does, it really does go a long way. Where our turnover is very low with, with new staff, but it's. <clears throat> yeah, they're just like we treat never... each other with respect, and we also treat every one of our employees with respect. And with that, we we don't allow customers or anyone else disrespect that's them. Awesome. You know, right. that's not that's not acceptable. And so, and they know that, and they appreciate that. And I mean, I mean, we're we're very open. We, you know, the way we are away from work, at work, whatever. Um, it, I feel like we're all just like family. We're one. You know, we're one, and I, I think they feel that too, and they do appreciate it, and they we say it all the time, and whatever. So, yeah. I, I, I do think it speaks to what you know. It says dwell with your spouse according to knowledge. Mm-hmm. So, in the beginning of our relationship, I, I kind of loved her the way I wanted to love mm-hmm. her, not the way she wanted to be loved. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that came with time and learning and conversations and you know the growing pains of a relationship. Right, of and so I, 
we do that on the personal side and, and obviously on the business side as well. So yeah. that communication piece. Yeah, and we try to have, uh, you know, obviously open communication with our team. Um, I think I've learned a lot as it relates to servant leadership through my corporate positions. Um, and so I'm never going to ask my team to do something that I'm not willing to do. Mm -hmm. So if they need help before they leave for the day with emptying trash, I got it. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. So loving them the way that best helps them to complete their job, I think, works the best for us. So, right. Yeah. And that shows them respect, too, yeah. which they They appreciate turn, and they right? reciprocate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. So. Yeah. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I think it's all, like I said, I could spend a lot of time talking about that yeah, stuff. I, yeah. I think it's fascinating, um, especially when you do contrast the personal dynamic with the mm -hmm. leadership or management type of things. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think to, to just be on the opposite coin of that is I don't really need words of affirmation at work. I think mm -hmm. sometimes I just go and I grind it out. Like, mm -hmm. I don't need that <laughs> at work. But at home, Yes, you're doing a great job. You're a wonderful mother. You know, all those things help to fuel me. Mm -hmm. But at work, I think I'm just kind of autopilot. I don't know. Maybe you have something different. Well, you like when I tell you you're doing great at, at work, too. I do. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, okay. you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you do. I think. You might already know it. I mean, maybe you don't hear <laughs> it. <laughs> you might already know it. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> it's it's funny too the need versus sense. the impact though because I would say I'm, yeah. I'm with you like I, I don't I don't think I need words of affirmation because it's never been something even growing up my my parents if I got an A on it it was why didn't you get an A plus I was never told you did a good job you know so it's just it's just never been something ingrained in me that it was like okay I, I was hungry for it mm -hmm. but with that said when I get it it's impactful right mm -hmm. because I'm not used to it yeah you know so I think that that's interesting too that's good. well I think. Praise is also valued by who the person is that's giving it. Mm -hmm. that's true. I mean, if you respect that person, if you like that person, um, it really does mean something else than other than just a stranger coming up and going, hey, nice burger. Yeah. Um, right. Seriously, though, nice burger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it also, a, a cowboy. cowboy whiskey burger is like, yeah. God, But also, even so good. showing respect when you're. I don't want to use the word getting on to, you know, addressing something mm -hmm. that needs to be addressed. I mean, you still have to treat them with respect. And um, I mean, I've you got to counsel people. I've I've literally had to fire people. And by the end of it, they're like, thank you, because they put themselves in that position, not me. And again, it's just a respect, mm -hmm. a way of going about it. Yeah. But I think sometimes, like, we'll talk about something that a decision we made and then the outcome and we'll, we'll be at home or what, later and we're like, man, that, was, that turned out to be a great decision. And, you know, we kind of talk about that, like, good job or something. <laughs> so. But I'm like, going to revisit the. The romantic. Yeah. Spot, yeah. So, Am I the only I, one? No, no, no. We want to yeah. definitely want to circle back. I like, I like that we got oh, all yeah, on this yeah. tangent. This totally love language tangent. Yeah. I love that we did. <laughs> and real quick, just in case, so, just in case. If this episode just randomly ends, it's because we lost power because it's storming really bad outside. And so I'm just kind of throwing this out there as like a possibility. So just a it's not because it's, we it's never like happened. It hasn't happened so far in all these episodes, but it could very well happen at some point. So, so I didn't have an answer for it. I was unfamiliar with the term, and I'm not the most romantic person. <laughs> so I'm sitting here in my head the last romantic thing that I did for her and I, I'm just drawing a blank um, but you say I'm beautiful all the time like Aww. you say things and yeah so that 
touching the I feel like it's so appropriate that the, this like storm yeah. is like happening during this episode. I almost like want something to like be said and then all of a sudden boom. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That's Flashes. the final straw. <laughs> I think so. I think that's an interesting point that like what it, the lightning, it, the it, thunder, it, the <laughs> No, I mean you brought it up a couple times and it's kind of a joke. Oh, we're gonna start with a couple thing and and people say to us all the time, like, I don't know how you work together as spouses, but it's really not at all, a, I, I think, a legitimate question because we work so well together. And, and I mean, yeah, there's hard po- points to it, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's really fantastic and it's a great way to live. And, yeah. and I'm very thankful and appreciative for the time that we've had to work together. That's um, when we go. Okay, so April, now tell us the yeah. truth. No, I think right, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I like to poke fun at it. I, I'm actually really quite jealous, to be honest, because again, like Shannon, because I'm not as attractive as his wife. I mean, but you guys have made it as a couple to July of 2020. We, we have, yeah. There you go. Uh, but yeah, I mean. I don't know, Shannon just never worked with me. Anyway. So but, you're no, romant- but yeah. Your romantic moment, sorry. But also as a couple, like at work, you're at work. Yeah. You know, you you yeah. almost have to be professional again. If they see us falling apart, right, it's on, you know, and that's mm-hmm. not that's yeah. not good. Well, that's a good we, point. Yeah. We also have split roles at work. She she has her things that she does and I have the things that I do. Um, it's kinda like she runs the front of the house and I run the back of the house. Mm-hmm. Um they they do the, the roles overlap a little bit, but yeah. When really, I go to him and say I need your help, I can't do it all. <laughs> Make this phone call for me. No. Yeah, that really makes a strong team. I mean, kind of yeah. kind of goes back to like what you were yeah. saying earlier is that you have to take separate cars because you're right. definitely you're yeah. more involved in like the or yeah. heavily involved in a lot of the events and that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, super interesting. Yeah, and Betty, what you said really kind of resonates with me, and that is, like, if we had had some disagreement or something at home, we don't bring it into the office. We check it at the door, Mm -hmm. and that's because it's so important to us just to make sure that our staff and our company culture is maintained. I don't ever want anyone to feel awkward or uncomfortable, like, oh, the bosses are in an argument. So even if we are, we do a really good job of just, let's talk about it after work tonight, and we'll figure it out. But we don't bring that in on our shoulders, you know. I feel like so. I would be so terrible at that. Right. Right. My, uh, it takes awesome. a lot. Your of wife strength. must know because she doesn't want to work with you. Are, are yeah. you like? I, that's gotta be super. That's gotta be super hard, though, right? It's like if you yeah. really are kind of disagreement. Yeah. Does it help? Like you know, like you you pause and then you do the professional thing. And then you unpause. Do you find yourself as mad about the situation before, or did that help smooth things over? It obvious, honestly, it diffuses it a lot of times. So by the time we get home that evening at six o'clock, and we have the time to talk about it or whatever, um, it's it's kind of simmered down a lot because right. the day's gone on. So you're right; it definitely helps. I think for it to have some time. <laughs> it's just not yeah. important as important as it right. was at the time. Right. It's kind of like when you ever hear people tell you. You, you know, if you're angry and you're typing an email to somebody, like to yes. type it. And, I have told you that many times. And, <laughs> Walk away. Like, come yeah, back. My, Mike's always only like, type that email, but don't send it. Yeah, send, send it, it to me first. Yes. <laughs> and then right. wait, and then you like don't send it don't later. Send it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It's kind of. I mean, it sounds kind of like that. Yeah. But. No, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. What's a most romantic moment here? 
mean, and, and of course, of course, of course, it could be different for each of you too. Like, you know, like. reminds me of the dating game from years ago. What did you? Oh, what did you? We haven't even down? gotten into my side hustle yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, we, we, we had some fun. Mike, Mike and I planned a great little side hustle for this. Oh boy, I have a couple of memories. Scott's very romantic as a whole, so I, I'm having a hard time like pulling up my top. But my top two that I can think of is... <laughs> that came out wrong. <laughs> so I was like, what? My mind was in the wrong place there. <laughs> okay, okay. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't the only one. I was like, what? Okay, I did not mean that. So. <laughs> I, know, I know you didn't, but I mean, I just... So my top two favorite romantic <laughs> memories that I can think of off the top of my mind are when he proposed to me, proposed by putting a message in a bottle and then planting it on the edge of the water. And it was just really sweet and romantic. And we were taking a walk along the edge of the water. And I was like, oh, what's this? And he's like, you should open it. I'm like, I don't know if it's for us. Like, it looks like somebody planted this really pretty red bottle. You are pretty risk tolerant, aren't you? The guy. Well, I was like, oh, look at that. <laughs> no, I don't want to open it. I don't know who touched it. Like, so I opened it, and it, it away. and it said, will you marry me on this really pretty piece of paper? And yeah. You're like, I wonder who this belongs to. <laughs> Somebody's missing their bottle. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So that was probably the first romantic thing that pops into my mind. The second one is we spent our anniversary, I think it was year eight, um, in Italy and we went over there for a couple of weeks and we stayed at this amazing place on the on the coast of Italy and it was just a gorgeous resort that we got to spend two nights at that I'll never forget how special and mem- memorable that was. It was really pretty. Aww, yeah, cool. we were the only Americans there, I have to say this. It was a resort that we do not know as of as resorts as Americans. This is an Italian resort where there's no front desk, there's no check-in, there's no, like, it was a really bizarre thing. We got let out of a taxi and we walk in and there's a wedding happening, an Italian wedding. Mm. <laughs> and we're like, uh, we have a room reserved? And this lady comes running around and she's like, okay, here, here's your key. And they don't speak English. And so we had a very hard time. Um, so basically the long story short is that we were there for our little two night anniversary and we were in the middle of an Italian wedding no. <laughs> By mistake, I think. And so it was really, really cool because they had fireworks and oh, wow. we just kind of acted like it was all for us. But it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> it must have been. I mean, it was really neat. Nice guy. Those Italians was, really go all out. Yeah. Uh, it was great. a pretty special moment. That's, awesome. yeah. That's cool. That was cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So I don't know what your answer would have been. <laughs> what are your moments? When he saw you in the mall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it would be fun. So, so. When we first started out, there was a little off and on. You know, I, I had been married before and was divorced, and oh, and and um, she had been single for a long time. <clears throat> so it took us a little while to get used to being in a in a relationship, and <clears throat> so um, she, I, I could see her fading a little bit. And she had met some guy, and she was going to. Um, go down to Tampa with him and then go on this trip to Colorado. And so I was like, oh man, what the heck? This is when we were dating. Yeah, we were dating. You left that part out. Yeah. And I I had like said, I think I want to take a break. I think this is moving too fast. I basically wanted to just like see other people. (laughs) And I wasn't sure I wanted to get in a serious relationship right away. So I told him that. I'll let you finish. Yeah. So I was driving around in my car and she's about to leave. And I was like, screw this. I'm just going to go. 
and I'm going to knock on her door, and I'm going to plant a kiss, and I'm going to turn around and walk off. And, you did. and I did exactly that. Ooh. Hold on, like, yeah. in Tampa? You went to Tampa? No, no. She, oh. she hadn't left yet. Oh, she hadn't left. Okay. Yeah. I was like, dang, dude. That would have been bold. Was, yeah, like, I'm not letting her leave again. Tampa. Yeah, that would have been a little creepy. But. <laughs> oh, did okay. you go on a trip? Uh, so I did. I drove down there, and I told the guy that it wasn't going to work out, and I drove back to Gainesville. Aww. And then Scott and I were on forever after that. Aww. Yeah, Dude, that, 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 like, like, did that seal, like, the, the deal? That kiss kiss like, definitely sealed the deal. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Yep, that was the fireworks kiss. <laughs> wow. <laughs> we still look for us. Rock on. So, so you had a chance to go to Seattle, you had a chance to go to Tampa, but that kiss kept you in Gainesville for Something years Something keeps bringing me back yeah. to him. Like. So my next question <laughs> is, how has the Gainesville community influenced your businesses? Like, we, we run a very Gainesville-centric podcast. We talk about this community a lot. Um, you know, some of you may, may have had the opportunities to leave at some point, but you're, mm -hmm. you're still here. So how has this community shaped your business? I love that question. Um, I, don't, I don't mind going first. Um, so, again, we were with Publix for such a long time. Um, actually, when we were going to open, he wanted to open in Alachua because he was a truck driver at the time. And he uh, he's like, oh, I come back th past there in the afternoon. And it's packed over there. And I'm like, we need the people that are going to come to our place five days a week. They're, they're our, we have a lot of people that will support us, but they're not going to drive to Alachua five days a week. So... We and then of course not a few years later, Publix opens there. But um, but we you know between Publix and then I um, discovered BNI, which is a business networking group. I don't know, um, and that's that has been one of the best things, best decisions we could have made for our business. Um, it's networking. It's um, you know passing referrals with and each it's, other. It's business owners in the Gainesville area that are. Yeah. We support them. They support us. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's. We really get to know each other and our businesses so that we can refer. It's like having, however many in your group, 50 referral partners that are out selling your business. Right. And they yeah. come in and support you as well. And it just it goes back and forth. Um, kind of like the relationship with husband and wife or business owners. It's, you know, where I tell people I work with these people every week. Mm -hmm. and, and I do. Um, and that... That has been, especially, you know, times that we've been dead like this or, you know, not long after we opened and we had like, you know, five tables at lunch, three of them were BNI people, you know, and um, it has definitely been amazing. It's cool. The, the community around us has really stepped up when during our shutdown, we were closed for two months. Um, the community really came out and supported us. We kept our, uh, we have a retail bottle shop uh wine and beer and they i mean a lot of this stuff is something you can get at Publix. uh there are other shops in town that sell it but they were coming to us because they wanted to help us through this that's great or buying so, gift certificates great. or shirts i mean they were supporting and other people because there's other members in that group that were suffering as well you know and um right it's just like anything you know yeah. you give and it'll come back to you that's yeah. been pretty common i mean we did we've done a lot of these coronavirus sessions during the shutdown if you will and that was a very common theme was like how community really stepped up bought gift cards and other things to really support a lot of yeah. small businesses around here which is great chose not to cancel memberships if they were on retainers and stuff like that yeah, yeah. so that's cool and i mean 
there was nothing else to do at home, so drink <laughs> a lot of beer and other stuff. <laughs> that's that's when I actually started writing my book. So. <laughs> so I'm like, I've never been unemployed, so I'm like, I was going crazy. <laughs> you know, the, yeah. the first three weeks were okay. We binged on uh, Netflix. Uh, Wait, but after you, no, I, I filled out forms for, for loans. <laughs> And was the about to yes PPP. Anyway, go, go on. I've never had a vacation for that long. Right. So. You know, it's kind of interesting that you say that. Like it almost it did for a lot of business owners. I know it did feel like a break, like a much needed break, a time to reset and reflect. Um, you know, one of the com- another common theme, Mike, was what we had so many people who were like always in a hustle, hustle, hustle mode, like go, 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 go all the time. It was events and travel soccer and like I mean all the sports for the kids and one thing to the next, and the next, and the next, and then everything stopped. Yeah, and a lot of people had this like reflection of you know what, like this slower kind of lifestyle feels really good, mm-hmm. and we have you know, time to have family dinners and things that we weren't having because of, you know, the life before COVID. So I know like, I I know that this whole COVID-19 thing has been a huge challenge for so many businesses, Um, but it's been really cool to see the, the positives that have come through it. And those those are some of the positives that I'm talking about. It's been pretty neat. Absolutely. So. Yeah. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. A lot of a lot of reflection in that. Yeah. So. But so sorry to yeah. kind oh, of no. interrupt that. I but. was gonna say, and that might kind of depend on who you ask, mm-hmm. yeah, because I'm sure. for us, our business ceasing, um, <clears throat> and and luckily we managed everything well enough that we had our personal stuff paid off. It was the staff, twenty five right. people done, gone, that really We were always put us the fixers. That we were And you couldn't that fix. was bad. They came um, to us right. and for 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 help and during that shutdown we couldn't do anything. Yeah. Right. Um, it was I mean and you're right, you know, it was nice to kind of stop. And, um, but you feel like this huge responsibility for yes. the people that are around you. Yeah. And I think that's normal. I mean, I mean we, we, we actually, we and I, I don't want to get too far into it, but I I nearly had a nervous breakdown. It, it bothered me that week. much Aww. because of my staff. And he finally, he had to hold me. He said, Betty, we did not fail. And I said, I know. And he goes, and we did not fail our team. I'm like, I know that too, but somebody failed them. And I don't like that. Right. And so... But there's some businesses that have thrived through this, which I'm happy for. I mean, that's mm-hmm. great. Um, you don't ever not want to see someone be successful. But and then there's some people that were sort of in the middle. And so, you know, there's there's good and bad, I think, that have come out of this more so for some and others, depending on who you ask. So. OK, so situation. by the time this releases, we're going to be almost entering August. This will be this releases on July 27th. So. I mean, where are you at now? Like, are you guys going to be so good? You're yeah, open, well, business is yeah, moving. We're, like, we're fully reopened. We're, you know, 50%. And I said, well, I'm going to put 50% inside and the rest of my table's outside because I'm like, we can't afford to turn people away, you know, um, and our staff. But, I mean, it's still very slow. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're going to be fine. It just, it, you know, it just sucks that our staff aren't getting their full hours and they're right. not, you know, it's just... But they understand. I mean, right. they don't. They don't blame us at all. It's just it. Yeah. 
it's just something that has happened you know yeah um, but we still have a lot of support and the bottle shop's doing great and um i mean the restaurant's doing great too it's just slower than what we like yeah sure right. so we're we're gonna be fine we don't have an option to not <laughs> so hmm. you just manage each day each week as it goes and just keep changing things as you, as you do now you yeah know, as you've always known to do and Marcus, I mean, you guys kind of see it from a different perspective, right? I mean, in the in the, being a financial advising firm, I mean, did you like how was this impacting people's finances? Were people all of a sudden like not investing and like give me all my money? Like I mean, you know, like we we saw every spectrum. Every like we we mm-hmm. saw the 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 you know we have. So we're full service financial firm. Um, so we have small business owners as clients. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the hardest part, watching people that you serve, people that you work with. Um, you, you know that's their dream and they mm-hmm. put their blood, sweat mm-hmm. and tears in it. Right. Um, and to, to fail not you know because of their own, because mm-hmm. of a freaking yeah. pandemic, I mean, that was, that was tough. Mm-hmm. That, that was tough to see those, those business owners have to yeah. stop retirements because now you gotta I gotta feed my family, mm-hmm. you know. Like that's that was tough. That was tough. Um, we were part of Green Machine, BNI. Okay, right. Um, so results on fire. <laughs> okay, hey, that's good. Um, and so it, it was. It was good. Don't get emotional, sweetheart. Um, I get it. it I get I mean, it. Because listen, we love our like. It's it's family. Yeah, like when you join Robinson Financial Group, like we, your family. Like it's it's not. We, and so. Me Are you emotional be, over the people, like your clients, or is it more of your personal impact? Like it's impact. I feel or like, like this this pandemic, um, like Betty said, you know, there's a there's a spectrum of people that it's affected. But because you, I get to see it up close. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. from right. I mean, I have family members that were impacted by COVID, and then right. we have clients who were impacted by COVID. So we were kind of living and breathing it every single mm-hmm. day. Um, so yeah, the emotion is for my clients, it's mm-hmm. for you know Everybody. business owners that we know who um, have had to survive this pandemic. Uh, we know that that's how they support their families. So it's it's all over the place right now, yeah. yeah. So I mean, us personally, we, we were deemed essential mm-hmm. and, and, and I hate that essential. Like I feel like every business is, is essential. But you know, you know, financial you know, we were deemed essential. So we we saw again a wide spectrum. So we saw some people who was like, Oh shoot, pandemic, I need life insurance. Yeah. Like or, or I need this or I need to make sure I got this in order and you know, mm-hmm. so on and so forth. And then we saw the opposite end of that was like, I can't afford my life insurance. Yeah. You know, I can't afford my retirement planning right now. And right. and so it was this <laughs> every day it was different. Mm-hmm. Um I've done more Zoom calls than I mm-hmm. care to. Mm-hmm. Uh but we, we were able with technology, DocuSign, laser apps and so mm-hmm. on and so forth, we were able to I hate to say thrive through a pandemic, mm-hmm. but we, we were able to be a blessing to people and their finances and so on and so forth. Um, and you know, we weren't affected like like a restaurant mm-hmm. where you just mm-hmm. have to shut down for two two months. Mm-hmm. Right. We we didn't we didn't have that. Um, it was just more so the clients, oh you know, our clients mm-hmm. that was being affected, and it was like, oh shoot, yeah, like yeah. dang, like. I can't help you. Like I'm sorry to hear that. And it was I right. became a counselor. Yeah. Right. I'm a counselor right. already. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I'm a financial counselor, but it, you know, it was like you're gonna make it through it. You know, praying with people. Like it was just Honestly. it was it was all of that. So mm-hmm. on the flip side of that, we had a baby in in January. Um, pandemic, yeah. <laughs> you know, and so I took 
on purpose January, February off um, to, to be at home with my baby and, and, and so on and so forth. Uh, and so as soon as I get back to work, yeah. Boom. COVID. You're off. Yeah. So it's your fault. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and so I, you know, yeah. I, I do appreciate. You know, I, I, we we try to see the silver lining. Um, you know, being able to be at home with the baby, uh, and you know that kind of thing. I just kind of right. appreciate that because I, if it was business as usual, I wouldn't have been home. Right. Right. You know, right. I would have been out. True. You know, hustling. You know, doing yeah. doing what we do, uh, and so. We just try to find the positives, man. Yeah. That's that's, that's yeah. all we, right. we we try to focus on. Yeah. And like you mentioned, them. being counselors for people, but I also think that you know we did a lot of gift cards purchases mm-hmm. from. We have friends that own restaurants mm-hmm. and things like that. So just trying to support as much as we can within right. within this time frame. So yeah, yeah. And it, and you know it it, it's, it spoke to what we preached to our clients about having. We call it a life fund. We don't call it emergency fund. But when life happens, like you mm-hmm. gotta have these funds set aside. Yeah. You yeah. know you gotta have you know. So it, the people who listened, it was like okay, they they was able to survive and not you know stress as much. not stress as much, yeah. right? And yeah. the ones who didn't, they felt it. They felt it. it. It was it was real. Mm-hmm. It still is real. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know if you want to say anything else to that. No, I mean, I'll probably start crying. Yeah, yeah I mean it's, yeah. it's super it's super real, and I think it's it's been interesting for even us hosting the coronavirus sessions that we had been doing every weekday. Um, <clears throat> It was just super interesting to kind of hear everybody's perception, their take on it, where things are. You know, there was a lot of empathy at first, mm-hmm. and now I'm noticing a lot of patient, like patients are like, I don't know if you guys are seeing this in the restaurant. Like I've, I've been to plenty of restaurants, and now it's like, like people are so irritated, they're so upset. People are short, really? like, like yeah, like I, it seems like empathy and a lot of things are, and I think it's just because everybody's been cooped up. Patience is running out, and you know it's. I don't know. It it, mm. it seems very interesting to me to like see it where it started and to see where it is now. Um, I have so much empathy for the business owners, and, I, and I'm trying to communicate a message to everybody to have empathy for the business owners because I don't like I don't know your situation. I don't know where you're right. at. Like, you know, if if you're able to shut down your business and survive this thing for the next three months, and you feel like that's great in order to help, mm-hmm. you know keep this thing from spreading, right. then great, do it. Like, I appreciate you. <laughs> but if a business has to be open or they gotta do, they gotta be going from appointment to appointment, whatever they gotta do mm-hmm. to like survive, well then we need to be empathetic to that. Right. And we need to understand, like I don't know everybody's situation and there's just so much, I've, in my personal opinion, there's been a lot of judgment on, like I can't believe that, especially at the beginning, especially at the beginning, it was like, I can't believe that they're staying over, I can't believe that they're open, or I can't believe like these. Who's deemed essential. It's like, yeah, who's it's deemed like essential. people want to see the negative yeah. in everything. Yeah. yeah. Like I've I mean, heard a lot of that, but we've not seen it like at the restaurant where customers are like, you know, horrible. I mean, it's That's good. It's yeah. been pretty, yeah, and I would say for the decent. most part, like yeah. I've definitely seen this community backing. That's what I love about Gainesville. Right. Mm-hmm. Is like, and Gainesville is known as being like one of the most, uh, I say, it's charitable the right word, like charitable like counties in the state. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I love, I love seeing the community really come together and seeing like the Eat GNB Facebook page and like all these other things start to pop up. And it's like, yo, we're like, we're here. We're gonna get through this. We're gonna get through this together. Yeah. Um. So I really liked seeing that, but. Shout out yeah. to the chamber too. I mean, I think yeah. in, a, in a time where uh, it was very difficult to know where to get information from, the chamber did yeah. a very good job of disseminating everything that that was uh, 
relevant and I would even say accurate to, to what um, the business community here, really anybody, needed to consume. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I, yeah we have Fox. seen the best of the chamber for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Like yeah. I've been in this town for a long time and there's been times that the chamber's been a great resource and there's been times that it's been less of a great resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right now, today, I'm very Crush impressed it. with with the leadership at, at the chamber. Yeah, they're doing an amazing job. I say shout out to Gainesville business owners. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that group. Because I've gotten a lot more information and and just, you know, camaraderie (laughs) off of that. Yeah, Yeah, so how did everything kind of impact you guys? So, one thing that I want to say, and this kind of goes back to what you were asking about the community and. I'll start that over. <laughs> so you were asking originally about the community and what it is about Gainesville that keeps us here or whatever. Yeah. And and that's one of the things is that it's just a really tight-knit community. And there's something that really concerns me about what's happening right now, and it's this has expedited everything. So, um, like, the movement towards shopping online and just a lot of disconnected type of things. And it really concerns me for the small business owner because it's hard to compete with an Amazon and it's hard to um, just go to toe toe to toe with these big businesses. Mm -hmm. But right now we have to commit to going to our local businesses and we have to like, just not do the easy thing right now because the small business is still transitioning and catching up and they don't have the infrastructure that Amazon and Walmart do. Um, so, like you were saying, people rallied around and got gift certificates, but we, we've got to keep that going. Mm-hmm. Don't I go agree. to Applebee's. Go to mm-hmm. your place. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and I've seen a lot of that, but yeah. but as a community, I think we all have to keep that drive going forward because yeah. it's a it's a even after this, it's it. We don't want the mindset to change to where we're just going to Amazon because it's easy, right? Right. right. So, do you think this has developed good habits and in, in people and consumers in the community to continue that like, like let's just say it's not going to happen but the light switches and COVID is over tomorrow do you think that this has happened long enough that people have developed those good habits to continue to support local I think there are so many different things right now that we're going to find out if we're bought into the good habits or not mm-hmm. or we have so many great opportunities right now socially professionally as a community that either we're gonna grasp it and go and be better or we're gonna be a lot worse. Mm-hmm. And so I'm I'm gut instinct. I'm <laughs> throwing my money on things are gonna get better. Yeah. And we're gonna come out of this in a way better place than when we went into it. Yeah. yeah. That's good. That's good. good. I mean you, you mentioned it. The coronavirus sessions we did, I think one of the great things that came up was the opportunities that came out, no matter what the business, how how, how many people have taken what well, was really, you know, in every walk, a, a, an unfortunate situation, uh, be it because of disease, be it because of staff, and, and tried to find how they can better their business. How, you know, what what whether it's e-signatures, you talked about DocuSign. I mean, that's something that we've, we've gotten the benefit of. Um, you know, DMV offices finally were like, hey, we'll, we'll step into the 21st century and accept electronic tag work. Right. Like, that's fantastic. <laughs> so it's really stre- helped us streamline things that, that maybe we wouldn't have otherwise been able to do. Um, so it's it's forced a lot of change. I think one of the, the monikers that's come up is it's been the great accelerator. Yes. Um, it's, it's forced a lot of change um, ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. Uh, things that weren't maybe going to happen 
until a couple of years from now are, are you know happening now so it has been interesting to see what opportunities have been taken and really what things are going to stick um, you know what 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 changes have have we made in our businesses that when normal ever happens again if it ever happens normalize. again yeah it's one of the um, words for 2020 normal, you know when things normalize do do we go back to the way or you know are a lot of these things here to stay you know for the foreseeable future yeah, yeah. Right. Any of you guys do like a Zoom networking thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm on Zoom every Wednesday with my dude. Zoom networking is like the deepest networking I've ever done. Oh my gosh! Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're not like in your little like three or four person circle. Hey, how you doing? How's business? Blah blah blah. It's like no, there's one person talking. Right. Everybody else has a drink via video, and you're just listening, and it's kind of deep. And oh my god, this is like you're in your living room drink. with a shirt on. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm going to be in the keys next week on Zoom. Yeah. That's the way to do it. (laughs) This has been super interesting. It's been a lot of fun. So, did you guys have a lot of fun tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. I was going to say getting out of, you know, doing new things. We got us to to a podcast. Is this first podcast for everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, First podcast? Yeah. As a couple. As a couple. Okay. You guys nailed it. Yeah. I'm proud of you guys. Thank you. I really Thanks. appreciated getting to meet you guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. Yeah. When I saw who was going to be here, I was really thankful that it was people that I didn't know. And, and yeah, so exactly. Yeah. That's what group. we do, baby. We yeah. bring people yeah. together. Yeah. Building yeah. community. Let's go. I love it. Scott's like, for anybody who's watching this on video, Scott is wearing a New Scooters Plus throwback. The hashtag, whoa, damn t-shirt circa 2015 maybe i think yeah, that's, dude, what that's I, a while yeah. back i think it was before that timeless oh, it, it might have been. Timeless. <laughs> it's vintage dang yeah. vintage we were that's vintage, put vintage on it you can charge years. we were in our <laughs> office right. before that for was it two or three i don't remember yeah yeah, I remember the early pictures of it's our team in this location years. had that had that shirt. That's why I kind of trace it back to fifteen, sixteen. But it could, you're right; it could have been a little bit before that. Tell the audience who's listening what "Whoa Damn" is, Mike. All right, so. <laughs> Whoa, damn! I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna give Lee Clark, who is our chief of wisdom, I'm gonna give him the credit for it, but he probably got it from somewhere. I say I think he got it. He said the pool industry was what it was. Okay. Um, the whoa, damn experience is when something is so legit, something done so well done that whenever you see it for the first time, you're like, whoa. Damn, <laughs> it's just that that kind of impressive. And so he would tell us that story. I mean, one of uh, Whoa, New Scooters for Less core value number one is create and recreate the UCE, the ultimate customer experience. Yeah. And when you're talking about customer experience, that's what you want to leave them with. You want to leave them with that whoa damn experience. So yeah, hashtag. I think you're right. I think it goes back to pools. Like the, yeah. his friend was like. Yo, dude, I don't want to make swimming pools. I want to make Wodan pools. Yeah. So what's, what's a Wodan pool? What's a Wodan pool? It's like when somebody yeah. sees the pool, they go, whoa. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. Stuff. Throwback. I like I it, Scott. That's when you came and talked to my team. Awesome. About. Yeah, that's the, cool. You see. I brought shirts. Yeah. You did. Oh, nice of you. Super <laughs> nice. <laughs> I've always been a nice guy, everybody. <laughs> my, my first time meeting Scott, we took a selfie at uh, Bahama Breeze. You remember That's that? Right, yeah. yeah, we was at an Orange Theory social something. Yeah, and we, we took a little and sent you it still to you. Orange Theory. Okay. I am actually. Yeah. yeah right, cool. I haven't come back. No. <laughs> That's why I look like <laughs> that. Three months off is hard. Oh. Yeah, it's called the COVID nineteen. Right. Yeah, the nineteen. Damn. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's like that's something that I that's, that I've heard. That's also been common. It's kind of like man, like getting out getting out of the routine. How, whose routine has kind of gotten completely messed up because of this thing? Oh, yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the routine? Yeah, mm-hmm. Dude, routine. Yeah, routines are hard. About right? a week and a half out, I was 
I was done. They're coming yeah. back. We're bringing the routines back, you guys. <laughs> I don't know if I want them back. I like this kind of free flow. Free flow, you like it? when I want to homeschool work when I want to think. The school like. aspect is going to be yeah. super Those interesting. Are my, that's my so biggest concern yeah. for yeah. the children. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What this has done for our kids. Yeah. It's one of my Ted, biggest concerns. Speaking of the kids, how they did their graduation, yeah. there was really no ceremony. I don't know if you know how it was yeah. done out at the racetrack. Yeah. But this, there were so many kids that, I mean, this is they've worked for this most of their lives yeah. for that ceremony yeah. and they they didn't get it but they will always remember this year yeah. <laughs> just like just like we all will it's like that's the one thing i promise everybody i was like yeah. you're gonna remember 2020 yeah. you know and and i think that's where a lot of the community aspect comes in because I don't think I've ever experienced anything, at least in my 16 years of business. Uh, I, like I try to reflect over the course of my entire life, but I, I can't really remember anything that has had such a global impact. Right. Right. right, like it right really far. affects it yeah. affects everything. It affects, you know, it, uh, supply chains for our business. And it, like it, it like literally affects everything, and and we all feel like we're in it together. Mm-hmm. It's right. like man, like all the businesses, like everybody's kind of going through this, and it, I know it's. It's been an interesting year, but we we're only halfway through. We're only halfway through, baby. <laughs> I said this is a perfect example of shit rolling uphill and down <laughs> because it's affecting, yeah. you know, vendors, our customers, just everybody. Right. Yeah, from yeah. the bottom to the top. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when when you sign a new lease, usually the the owner of the building wants to know what your exit strategy is. <laughs> How would you have ever right. said? Uh, <laughs> We're going to get shut down by the government mm-hmm. right. through overregulation, and I mean, who would have ever thought it was going to come to that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we were talking about it. We're like, we wouldn't do anything differently. I mean, we did everything yeah. exactly. the way yeah. we thought to do it, and successful. We were thriving, and it's right. You you, you were put in a position where you had no chance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We all I mean, were great. Right. Yeah. Never in my wildest dreams that I think that this this was going to be the thing that was the most detrimental part of my business. Was, yeah. Was was being forced to shut down. Right. So, yeah. I mean, we technically we weren't forced to shut down. We could have stayed open and done to go business. Gone bankrupt. But, but it, no. our yeah. overhead yeah. was way too high. There was just not enough money being generated. The last day that we were open, we made two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was just like, no, it's time to shut it down. We had to stop the bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. We said. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. One of our one of our things was, do we keep running the the freezers and the the walk-in coolers and all that or do we donate all the food and just shut them down so it's either or am i going to end up spending nine thousand dollars on a gru bill bill trying to 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 save four thousand dollars worth of product so So ongoing we were just giving our staff the food so is that what you did you ended up shutting down yeah Yeah. we shut down so we we shut we we brought the employees in and gave them a bunch of product yeah we donated some to the uh, St. Francis house. And then the last bit of the stuff that we got, we have a golf cart, Betty and our granddaughter loaded it up on the back of the golf cart and ran it around to neighbors Aww. just to see if they needed it. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Just didn't so, want it to go bad. Right. Yeah, so. he, so give it away or throw it away. Right. That's yeah. a great example of working Microphone's with your spouse. Out. That's a great example of working with your spouse and, and how that may not be the case when you're working with, with when you have a partner that's 
not in your family. You know, mm-hmm. you're aligned in yeah. the way you think deep down inside. And when those things really hit the fan and you look over and it's your spouse that you have to get agreement on. Right. Then you're It golden. makes it easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, so if, but if you're looking across at, at somebody who may have a totally different outlook and may yeah. want to keep the freezers going, right? then you're in trouble, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So when you look at working together with your spouse, you always have each other's back at the end of the day. Right. Yeah, it. and usually if it's a strong marriage, it comes down to you're, you're coming from the same place of heart, the same values, Core the same values, morals. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can see what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. if it's a business partner that's not your spouse, I mean, you never know. Mm-hmm. How they may not have a baby at home. They right. may not have, so they don't see the need. Exactly. How understanding are they going to be? Yeah. How empathetic? Yeah. Because yeah. they have a spouse that's saying something yes. totally opposite. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Dave Ramsey always say, he says, uh, the, the only partnerships, or the only... The only ships that don't sail are partnerships. That's what he says. <laughs> so, but maybe it's different when it's your spouse. I read something once that said being an entrepreneur is like jumping off a cliff and making your parachute on the way down. That's what I was looking for earlier. I said the boat. <laughs> parachute, thank you. If you don't do it quick enough, the boat might be at the bottom. Yeah, you might right. it. Like, I figured like and I said, oh, there was wow, a cliff that and there was exactly. an ocean on the bottom. and. There had to be a boat down there. That's yeah. all I was going for, I guess. No, you guys, uh, thank you so much for coming and joining us tonight. This was a lot of fun. Um, before we wrap up, why don't we just uh, go, actually, we'll let the ladies do it. Ladies, you can close this off. Kind of tell tell everybody where they can connect with your business, find out more information about what you guys do, where you're um, at, that kind of Again, stuff. Crafty Bastards Restaurant and Craft Beer Bottle Shop um, off 39th Avenue. We're a full restaurant with 60 drafts, and the bottle shop next door has uh, 700 or so varieties of craft beer. Um, we're, you know, we have a webpage, social media, Twitter, all that, thecraftybastards.com. Awesome. Thank you. Fantastic. Go to Crafty Bastards. Thank you. Cowboy uh, Whiskey Burger, though, for real. <laughs> so Cowboy Burger. Like, yeah. yeah. We're coming. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to try that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Robinson good. Financial Group. Uh, you can visit us on the web, www.robinsonfg.com. Uh, and then Robinson Financial Group on Instagram, Robinson Financial Group on Facebook, and then all of our personal uh, Instagram handles and Facebook handles, Naima Bowles Robinson, Marcus Robinson. Love it. So, Liquid Creative Studio. Here's our logo. (laughs) Um, Our website is liquidcreativestudio.com, and you can find us on social media as well. We have a really talented team of, you know, hip, trendy creatives at the studio, and they're loving posting on Instagram. So definitely follow us on Instagram and check out. uh, Also check out our blog on our website. A lot of really good tips for business owners on, you know, digital marketing, web design. So, yeah. Check out our blog too. And the business report collaborates with us. They're running our blogs, and so that, that's part of. Is it is it technically separate or is it? It's yeah, a separate, they're, it's they're, a separate entity. Well, actually, or, we folded it under this year. Okay. Because just for tax reasons, it made sense for us to do that. Okay. Um, but that's also y'all's. Yes, we. Just, yes, the, correct. Okay, so we own the, the business, business report. Also. So the Schroders. <laughs> own the business report who is collaborating with us on the podcast they've been writing the blogs and and putting it on their website and stuff definitely go check it out it's gainesville 
bizreport.com. Yeah, that's and been a fun collaboration. Yeah, it's been a real fun. So thank you so much for doing that. It's been really cool kind of like uh, doing write-up of all of our guests and their stories and, and just helping us get the word out, spreading this mission, and building community together, you guys. Together. That is yes. what it's all right. about. Final words, Michael. Hey, I'm like really excited to get in the side hustle, so be sure you check that out. But um, these are some of my favorite episodes. I love I love doing the couples talk. I love pretending that you and I are a couple, too, because we've, <laughs> we've been in business uh, together for, gosh, if you count the first go around, probably seven, eight years now. Um, but no, I always get a lot out of this. I hope you guys did, too. I hope the listening audience does, too. But uh, thank you so much for, for being here. Thank you Loved for it. inviting us. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having us. Yeah. This is my favorite part. You guys ready for this? Let's do this. Make sure you're ready. We have to be really enthusiastic. <laughs> Sarah's like, you gotta be really enthusiastic. Right. Wait, hold on. You ready? Okay. Line it up, Sarah. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. You ready? Everybody, this is the WHOA GNV Podcast. The podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. Damn. We will see <laughs> you <laughs> later. <laughs> Damn. That was great. She got the whoa damn in there. Were we supposed to say that? That was good. Oh, whoa damn. See ya. That's what I thought we were doing.